Awesome. Well, thank you, Andrew, for coming in. Uh, we have Andrew here. He's a personal healthcare consultant. Uh, Andrew, tell us what it is that you do. What exactly do you do for your clients, your customers? Uh, I make people happy, right? Oh, I love that. So, you know, if you're not happy, then obviously I didn't do something right. But uh, basically, what I try to fulfill is um, health insurance is not it's not easy, you know, it's not to understand. <laughs> Before I started doing it, I know I used to hand stuff to my wife and just say, hey, pick out what you want and let me know when we're done. So <laughs> what I want to do is simplify things for people and kind of uh, look and explore different options for them. At that point, let them ask me questions so that we can go down the right path to whatever seems like it will work best for them and then find a solution at that point. So whatever that path may be, um, I can find it better most, I think. Okay, so you you find the the healthcare plan that fits their needs best. Yeah, basically, or just you know compare and contrast what they have to what's available. And hey, sometimes it's hey, I know you didn't think that you liked what you have, but it is the best thing for you. So you should probably just stay there. Oh, okay. So if you do, you benefit from telling somebody to stay where they are. Like, for yourself, besides, like, just making sure they're taken care of. Do I financially like, benefit, you mean? Yeah. No. Okay. But, you know, it's, uh, again, making people happy is yeah. a benefit that, you know, if I can solve their issue, whether I benefit or not at that particular time, I stay top of mind. So when they do have someone else they know, friends, family, coworkers that um, yeah. also. They think of you. Yeah. They exactly. use you as a referral. They give you referrals. Some of my best referrals come from people I've not been able to um, you know financially benefit from but they know me and they trust me and they you know send me lots of people so yeah you build that relationship and they they trust you to send them you know or send you their their mom their grandparents yeah that's the honest way to do it too it's just if they're in the wrong lane then you can fix it but if they're in the right lane for you to be honest is important yeah a lot of people think that you know if you're in the health insurance, that you're a salesperson. I've always hated sales. I was in the automotive industry, uh, technically, I guess, in sales for like 15 years doing, a, you know, like a advisory, like service advisory work. But I always just tuned out those sales pitches that the service directors told us to do. <laughs> um, but I was always one of the top, you know, three people in the, in the dealerships as well because I just listened to people. And... I led them down whatever path they wanted to go down and explain to them along the way. So they came back to me instead of being burnt out from being told they need 1,700 different things to be fixed right now. It's not always necessary. So, you know, for me, it's eventually going to come back around. It always does. I think that's how we all try to live our lives, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I mean, good karma. You guys are doing this. You know, this just has nothing to do with, you know, sometimes <laughs> what your actual job titles are. Right. Yeah. Uh, but... It's helping people out, you know, it's um, and it's doing a service for the community. So Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. So what Definitely. what explain to me me and Jordan, um, what you did in the sales before you switched over to health insurance? Well uh, Were you a car salesman no, or No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Those people are their own breed. Um, not no offense to any of my friends that are watching this uh, are still <laughs> car salesman there are some yeah no i wouldn't be able to do it there are some people out there you know they're still nice um but but no i i started off as a technician because i try to turn a hobby into a career Mm -hmm. i found out real quick that you know that's not doesn't always work doesn't always work you know they don't like you drinking beer when you're working on people's cars go figure who would have known i mean that's i would have never guessed i'm just trying to you know duplicate at home but no uh (laughs) 
so in any case, I moved into like, you know, if you take your car to even if a, just a repair shop or the dealership itself, you, 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 you know, there's someone there that gets a steward, right? They bring in, they get your information, they, you know, put the car through uh, whatever it may be, um, you know, service or, you know, figuring something out, diagnosis, that sort of thing to the technicians in a timely manner. They can call you, tell you what's you know going on. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people use that as a way to upsell you know, people. Oh yeah, for you know, sure. Uh, there were people that will, car comes in, doesn't run, needs diagnosis. And before you know, they call the, they call a customer, just tell them, Hey, we're start off with diagnosis and you need 15 flushes. Well, that's probably not right. <laughs> the car may never run again. You want to do flushes, right? Um, so yeah, that's the kind of sales they wanted us to do, but I always just kind of took it from, and I had to have a trusted technician, obviously, who's not going to, cause some technicians will make all those, uh, bogus claims as well. And, Service advisors don't know what they're doing. You sitting yeah. in his way? Okay, sure, I'll tell them. But, you know, once you have a good advisor and a good technician working together, they can actually be um, very good benefit for those uh, for those people. And those are the ones that come back, you know, even to dealerships when dealerships are very expensive outside of, you know, warranty, that sort of thing. People still come back because they trust those people and they have the expertise to kind of get things done for them. That makes sense. Oh, yeah, definitely. But yeah, that's what I did. Um, again, they considered it sales. I never really did for the most part. I still was a service advisor. Right now I'm a, you know, licensed healthcare advisor. So, so you are good at advising. Correct. But I know what you mean because my husband used to work at Discount Tire for a long time, and he had so many customers that would come back to him and only go to him. And I mean, Discount Tires are everywhere. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of times that they had one that was closer to them, but they always came back to him. Which he didn't get commission off anything. So, yeah, they don't get commission. Um, I, I figured they would. But they they trusted him to not sell him something that they didn't need. Mm-hmm. You know, because they wanted him to upsell too. But They always do. Yeah. And it's like, especially for, I know I don't want to be that girl that's like, women don't really know a whole lot about cars. But it's true yeah. for the most part. It's and I am in the though. majority. So when I go, I only go to one guy because it's my stepdad trusts him. Mm-hmm. And so I'll never go anywhere else because I wouldn't know. Like, I wouldn't know if they were telling me some BS or not. Like, your, your muffle I bearings need to be replaced? Or, uh, yeah, or your I'm blinker like, fluid? I don't know. Blinker wh- fluid's real thin. Okay, okay. No, it's not. <laughs> okay, don't make me double check myself. Yeah, but I don't know anything about cars, so I need someone that I'm going to be able to trust That's and like not yesterday, screw me over. Yesterday we were checking my coolant, and she she didn't even want to touch the the knob on it. I'm not touching the inside of a car, like inside of the hood. hood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Underneath the hood. hood. Underneath the hood, okay. <laughs> I'm not touching it. It could blow up or something. I don't know. I don't know what fumes off. are going to come. I've seen a lot of horror movies. It's coolant. Whatever's going to blow up, it'll cool it down. That's what, whatever. Not, not true. By <laughs> that's <laughs> not true. Don't, don't, everybody's I mean, listening, please don't uh, take that to heart. No, but, it's true. You know, it's over 200 degrees underneath inside that chamber, so definitely let it cool down. But there's also pressure release, like I'm sure she knows how to do, which, you know, you know pop it once and it pops up, release the pressure, then... It's okay. Mm. Yeah, you may have just opened it, the whole thing, and yeah, that would have hurt you. Yeah, exactly. Well, the truck, truck had been off for like hours. I don't care. In any case, I'm not running, you're <laughs> I'm not right. running any risks. <laughs> you're right. That's the kind of thing that I've, I've looked to build, though, um, is basically that person that, you know, they can come to and, uh, and they can refer people to and know that I'm not 
going to push one thing onto someone. I'm going to review options and, you know, you can only make a living or, you know, uh, keep on going in this kind of business or even in this capacity as an agent if you're not just trying to sell people because you sell someone something one time and then it's a month later they figure out what they really have they cancel that's you know it doesn't work you, you know you don't get money from some you, know, you don't make money from one sale you you make the money by maintaining the relationship and they stay with you for you know a long period of time yeah so yeah for sure um so what what got you into doing the Okay, let me start over. Because I know you went to Gwinnett Tech, right? I did for a little bit, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm from Gwinnett, so I saw that uh-huh. and I remembered it. Did you, are you from Gwinnett? Or yeah, you I, just found the right program there? No, I grew, I, uh, it was the perfect place for me. It was in Lawrenceville. I grew up in Snellville. Oh, my God, I'm from Snellville. Oh, for real? Where, what high school did you go to? Shiloh. I went to Brookwood. Oh, yeah, I was going to go to Brookwood when I was, I was in that system before we moved. We lived right there off uh, across. In the, that little neighborhood right across the street from that Trinity Church, right there off of Lilburn, or uh, um, what is that road that changes over 78? You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I can picture Killian it. Killian Hill. Yeah. Killian Hill, that, that church right there. Okay. And right across the street is like a, sub, it's a subdivision. Anyways, that's where we lived, and we would I would have been in Brookwood District. So, yeah, I don't know exactly where it is. That's crazy, because out here I don't ever meet anybody who's from there. I never thought I'd be living on the west side, but, you know, it ended up. Uh, the happenstance so yeah i went there um because they had a program that i wanted to go to i wanted to get a two years associates in automotive technology and i was going to go there and take these classes specialized for nissan infinity technician training um by the time i got to that first year of core classes um they had discontinued that program Mm -hmm. so then i decided to take a few months off um when i was 19 and then my buddy called me and said hey let's go out to texas so we went out to houston went to a specialized school, used those credits that were, and then, and also they had a specialized Nissan Infinity program there. So I finished that after I graduated from the regular program and used those credits to get a combined associates with the core classes that I had already done at Gwinnett Tech. Um, and came back and that's when we, I started, but I didn't like it at all. You know, I, I did it for a little bit, then I got right into advising from there. Um, and you know, went back and forth a little bit when I moved to Virginia. But basically, I was doing that. That industry is so uh, fluid, you know. That, that you can, you never really, you know, worried when you either want to just quit or you get fired for something. Sometimes you get fired because you don't have the right personality that day. That's the kind of the way it works. Yeah. But you can always go somewhere else. Like dealership life is just like okay, you find a dealership that has a technician or somebody there that's been there for more than five years. That's like oh, maybe I should look into staying here. But other than that, most people just know they just go to place to place. And so I, my son was about to be born, my oldest. And Your oldest? How many kids do you have? <sighs> yeah. So. <laughs> you had to think about it. Well, we always ever wanted two. That's what my wife and I agreed on. Then we had the one. And then she kept saying, well, we're going to have two, right? You know, within the two years, I said, yeah, but we had this one. <laughs> Let's wait till he matures a little bit. Maybe it gets a little bit better. Maybe not, and that's all we have. But she wore me down, and then we had, uh, we, you know, completed that process. And then that first sonogram she showed me. I didn't see it, but she's like, you see A and B? So, oh. oh, yeah. Wow. So, so we have a... a I guess a three-year-old, three-year-old, and some odd change. And uh, on Saturday, on the first, it'll be uh, the twins will be ten months. 
So, oh, that's awesome. But when the oldest is about to be born as our first one, we knew we were going to have a C-section. I had already come over to that from one dealership to another because I was headhunted by the, uh, the service director um, from the other dealership I used to work for him at. And I told him, I said, I'm going to take this time off because I don't know how what it's going to be like. It's our first kid. And, but I'm taking the time off. She's like, no, well, we can't. We don't have covers. Oh. Okay. But I'm going to do it. I guess, you know, maybe this is more like. It's like more, I'm giving you a heads up. Yeah, it's more like I'm giving you a heads up than I'm only asking because you knew this was coming anyways. Like she was pregnant when when I came here. And that's mm-hmm. my whole deal was, that, you know. So he said, well, you can do that, but you may not have a job when you get back. And I said, well, okay, well, here's my you know, uh, my keys and my computer and uh, you can have the job. I'm done. So I took off like three weeks and just kind of helped her get through that after she had the, the C-section and everything and everything was fine. Then started taking a few jobs, actually, uh, one of those, uh, um, agencies that they, they, they find, they contacted me and said, Hey, if you have a resume, let's get you out there. Kind of people, they interviewed dealerships for me. I was interviewing with Porsche and, um, Mercedes and stuff, you know, because I came from BMW and Audi, so like I don't want to stay up there because yeah. those, those people don't, you know, not all the time, but most of the time they don't mind spending money. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, so um, it, then I walked into this office, you know, for some reason I don't know why I took the interview. I walked into the office and I, health insurance. What is? I don't even know anything about health insurance. What is even? What am I doing? The our boss uh, Shannon Dempsey. She, um, I say boss. I'm 10.99. She's like she runs the office and I adhere to her leadership I guess. <laughs> um, but but you know she told me how her story she came from corporate America she was you know a VP of several different food manufacturing companies like Cisco and you know places like that that you know she had hit a glass ceiling because she was a you know she went back to school with the as a single mom and went and got her master's and all that stuff and they because they told her that's what she's gonna need to be you know but then she had other male counterparts that were just moving right past her even though she had more quality you know she just realized that she worked hard was good at what she did but she was only ever going to make two hundred fifty thousand a year which is fine it's a, it's a good amount of money yeah but it didn't afford her the freedom that she wanted and she found this and she found that more money and freedom came with it and she's helping people and there was a hokey little thing on the uh um, written all over the walls in the office and i was like okay sure it says hope helping other people every day right that's I've That's, never heard that. No? No, I like that. Well, it, it, and I'm sure it's actually kind of you know, unique to them. But, you know, it's one of those things that sounds cliche, mm-hmm. right? So I was like, yeah, okay, sure, they care. They don't care, whatever. This is a corporation, right? But she actually embodied it. She actually did um, care, and I felt some kind of vibe. So I just took a leap. And then, you know, I've seen her take care of people personally in our you know, agents not company that have gone through things, you know, uh, financially or emotionally or whatever. She took care of people. She's always there, like Mama Dempsey. That's what we, you know, we call her. So, oh, um, really? oh yeah, she's. Aww. I mean, she, you know, she's not always the nicest person in the world. If you cross her, she will mm, go off. <laughs> but she always has the the best heart, and I absolutely love the freedom that I had because there was that first year. We had our son, and, and there was, I remember it was like a – he was born in March, so he wasn't even a year old. It was in January, and my son was just dog sick, like just he was laying, just, just lethargic, just laying down. I mean, he, he could – I don't think he could walk yet. He could just kind of pull up and crawl, but he just wouldn't go anywhere. He just wanted to lay on the couch. And I just sat there on the couch with him. I did some as much work as I could, but basically sat there, and he would get up every couple of you know hours and start dry heaving, you know, couldn't keep anything down kind of thing. I would have never been able to – take care of him if I had a nine to five or whatever the hour I was actually working more like six to eight sometimes at the dealership but 
I was never able to just take off like that. My wife didn't have uh, sick days, I think, left at that point um, for some whatever reason. And so she wouldn't be able to take off what we were going to do. You know, but I'm able there to be there rather um, and take care of him. And that's kind of the decision that I made. You know, building a company, building your own thing is never easy. And, you know, there's been our, our we've had our struggles. But, you know, um, eventually we'll make as much as we were making then. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, we're you know, somewhat close now. But the freedom has been the equalizer that's kept uh, maybe our sanity, maybe our marriage together. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. So. So did you, um, your twins, are they boy and girl, or did you get two girls or two boys? No, they're they're fraternal. Um, you know, so I, I always told her, I said, look, why can't you do this the first time? One pregnancy, two kids, boy and a girl, <laughs> Knock done, it out. over. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, they're, they're, it's not like they run in our family. It wasn't even kind of splitting of an egg. It was just basically two eggs that got fertilized at the same time kind of thing. It was just, they're basically just siblings born on the same day mm-hmm. within a couple of minutes. So they don't really look alike. One's way bigger than the other one. Wow. Um, I, don't know. I say way bigger. I mean, they look way bigger. But honestly, we just took them to the doctor, actually, for their checkups uh, a couple weeks ago, and they're only, like, two pounds apart. They're only two inches apart, too, as far as length goes. I don't know why one just looks way bigger. I don't know. <laughs> maybe the boy's got this big bowling ball head, I think. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, twins do run in my family. My grandfather is an identical twin. Or was. Uh, he's not alive anymore. But, um... <laughs> awkward um but so it's either me or my brother and my brother doesn't want to have kids so i feel like i'm gonna get stuck with twins it's it wouldn't be it wouldn't be your brother <coughs> it would be you it runs on the female side. oh my gosh you're what? right well yeah obviously he's not gonna have kids right but also but, it runs on well, the female in the t- side. that's what i'm saying like yeah. he's not gonna give birth to the children <laughs> like i would so dang all yeah. right well, I'll update y'all in a few years and see if, we, <laughs> see if I got two little minions running around. Uh, it's a uh, it's tough. Yeah, it makes it makes life tough. Um, but somehow you just kind of adapt. I guess is the best way. I don't know how to, I don't know how I've adapted. Honestly, <laughs> I look back. I'm like, how did I survive like this long? Like ten months? Yeah. Oh my God. Um, but it just you just figure out like I guess how to keep on going. Well, like, things change so gradually. You don't even you think like two extra kids we had we walked in the hospital you know had the one kid then we walked out and we had three so you'd think something that drastic but it really didn't honestly he was there actually better than he is oh. or as, 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 as like infants uh, so to speak you know they've they've been easier for the most part like getting to autonomy you know better faster you know <laughs> i'm still working on him actually so. <laughs> um but but yeah i mean um i think that's kind of what we all figure out when we go down our own paths, mm-hmm. you know, however we do it, you know, um, just kind of adapt to life. Yeah. yeah. That just reminds me of that episode of Friends when they, Monica and Chandler, have the surrogate, or they're adopting, and mm-hmm. the they're in the hospital, and they're like, there's two heartbeats, the second one's on the way, and then she was like, whoa, hold on, what? There's two? And Chandler's like, can we, like, have an option on the second one? Like, we'll take the first one for sure, but, like, we can talk about the second one. And she's like, no, there are children, both of them. <laughs> love that show. I love that show. <laughs> you guys know Friends, but you don't know the Chappelle show? Do you know Friends? I know the, oh, yes, of the Chappelle I show. I just don't watch it. grew up watching Friends as it aired live, by the way. As what? As it aired live on TV on, I think, NBC, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Friends is my show. Oh yeah, I definitely, I definitely didn't. Yeah, 
Probably not. Well, I watch the repeats that they put on TV now, but well, yeah, that's what I that's what I saw, but not like when a new episode comes out. Yeah, when I, they took it off Netflix, I was mad. Yeah, I was so mad. But then my older sister got me all of the DVDs of all the seasons. But like, I don't have a DVD player, so I guess I'll, it's just. It's just decorative at this point. It probably should have came with a digital copy. Check into that. But if... Well, yeah, yeah that's solid. Yeah. <laughs> if not, it's usually... I'm going to Google that when we get out of here. It's usually a code that's inside the packaging that gives you a downloadable place to download all that stuff, too. Wow, that is incredible. Wow, look into that so that I can scan I will be it, doing too. That. Yeah, <laughs> I'll send it to you. I mean, even when I bought, I bought a record... You know, like a vinyl record at a store. Actually, Sweet Melissa's. There we go. And um, and it actually came, you know, inside the sleeve with this little business card, you know, and it had the album cover on it. But on the back, it said, for a digital download of this, you know, the whole album, you know, go here and enter this code. So um, I already had the actual CD and the digital version. But, you know, a lot of things grow into that. So yeah, check that out. definitely going to. Because that's what I'll that be code watching once? all night. Oh, I'm sure it's probably... For the best. Oh. Yeah. Okay, I guess I can't. It's okay. We can that. watch it together. <laughs> okay. Yeah, maybe you get a DVD player and she can watch the digital version. I Anyways. have a DVD player. There you go. Okay, grandmother. We bought it because we have a million DVDs. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But you know, it was the worst when you scratch up your CDs and you put them in and they're just skipping nonstop back in the day when we didn't have back our. Back in the day. We didn't have our Apple Music. That was the worst. So I'm kind of <laughs> glad that we got rid of CDs. There's always a fix for that, too. We'll discuss okay. that later. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Any case. Anyway, so how long have you been doing um, financial or financial advising, healthcare? Some kind of advising. Consulting. Yeah. Yes. Personal so, healthcare consulting. Um, I'm in my fourth year. Uh, fourth year. And, wow. And uh, that's another thing about the industry. I'm, I'm one of the, the veterans in the office in my fourth year. But, you know, when I got there, my uh, the lady that runs the office, she was in her fourth year year i think yeah at that time and i and the guy that was working with her was in his fifth year but they'd already accomplished so much in that little amount of time yeah that um you know and a lot of people start doing this especially with um with the people that we work with and and they just bring forward because of the culture that's you know and i there's another office that we have um uh, i guess not us personally but there's another office uh in the atlanta area that has not grown quite as much um or as fast, I think the culture is just different, you know. Not to say they're bad or anything like that. They like do anything. the morale. Yeah, morale. Um, I just think that it, it, it has to do with the leadership. I think that, you know, the way that Shannon does things um, and encourages us with things, rather, is really the difference in, in how we've come to be as dynamic and, you know, knowledgeable as we really are. So Yeah, that's like the same way here. You know, we're a big family. Mm-hmm pretty much and uh the environment of here and the way that jay and chris run everything just makes you not want to go anywhere else <laughs> yeah there's no way that we could ever get another job that's as chill yeah like we work we work hard but our bosses are incredible everybody that works in this office is great so yeah, understand hard. what you're saying yeah work, you yeah we, yeah everybody works hard but eventually you know you got to play hard you know sometimes and sometimes it's long nights and you know, having a, uh, you know, place like this with, you know, all these different extracurricular things, you know. Yeah, like we got a grill, dartboard. Yeah. A beer We're celebrating, fridge, baby. Yeah, <laughs> I, I told you about that. We're we, celebrating Cinco de Mayo t- all, pretty much all day. Tacos and tequila all day. 
yeah, that's probably what it's going to look like our, our place too. When we hit milestones for the month or week or year or whatever it may be, for either whether it's individually or for agents or for as an office, <laughs> so whoever's in the office, because not everybody always is, but whoever's in the office, all right, everybody stop, you're on the call, come on over, let's do shots, you know. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, why don't we do that? I don't know I why everybody does I thank you for the idea. Every time we close a deal, we need to take a shot. Everybody in the office, just go into the bullpen and take a shot every time someone closes a deal. That's iconic. Hmm? Yeah, oh, we my have. gosh. I'm, I'm pitching that to Jay immediately. Please. That's genius. So you thank you. Up, you got to come up with your own uh, your own way to do a shot, too. We have our own. I'll tell you later. But <laughs> it's uh, you know unique to, to what we do. But you know, it also is something that in your new and you're like a rookie, you know, you just – just walked in and you're studying for your licensing test and um, examine and you see all these people just get up and go do this crazy, you know, um, whatever, uh, ritual. ritual. Yeah, that's, a, that's <laughs> what we're for. You know, um, and then everybody's just ecstatic for someone else. Not everybody's there is, is, you know, in that moment, they're not the ones that all succeeding, but as a whole, we all are succeeding kind of, you know. So it's it's a definitely a culture thing for like sure. Like y'all celebrating each other, hyping each other up. Yep. Yeah, bringing it. each other back down from the clouds sometimes, but also <laughs> bringing us back up from our. You know, you can't ever get too high or too low, and that's that's how we like to. Uh, that's how Shannon likes to, you know, tell us um, how to live or how to how to do our job. You know, obviously we have our own. We can do whatever we want. Mm-hmm. But you'd be more successful if you listen to her. Yep. That sounds just like us. So I get that. I think there's a lot of parallels in this office <laughs> to ours, honestly. <laughs> Except y'all have a better kitchen. Yeah, well, uh, you got to knock down walls and take over uh, units for that sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do something about that here. Hey, you, at least you guys got a shower. I mean, that's... That's get, something y'all don't have I know, yet. I got to get that in there. Then I'll never have to leave. I've got, we already have a you know, chiropractor's table and like a, a one of those... those uh, couches for the um, shrinks. Oh, yeah, <laughs> like really? Like futon? No, it's a like chase? a... chase? Chase. Chase? It's kind of like a chase, yeah. Okay, yeah. You would know what it was if you seen it. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't think I know what that was. You would know what. You would know. Um, So, tell us, how can your viewers get a hold of you? How can they find you? How can they get in touch with you? Uh, Well, I'm sure going to, like, flash my information up at some point in the general (laughs) area. Um, but, um, But other than that, I mean, they can just look me up on Facebook if you're you know, I have a company and, and you know, look me up professionally on um, LinkedIn. It's both the uh, insurance beard. You know, I kind of I saw that on your into cover banner. Yeah, I uh, the best brand I can come up with. I'm just trying to be a little bit different from you know all those other people. They're basically the same thing: insurance dude, guy, gal, lady, whatever. Mm-hmm. Set yourself apart. Yeah, so I need to get rid of the insurance part, maybe, but I don't know. Dynamic, I don't know. I, I liked your little logo that you had up there. That was professionally made, actually, by um, uh, by Cassie. Oh, yeah, she uh, she made that for me when we were doing our whole back when we were doing our whole branding thing. So, um, whenever you guys have her in here, you guys should you know mention that as well. Hopefully, yeah, because it, it's what I had in my head, but I can never put that together. Yeah, it was. Great. It looks just like you, but with I know. with and, no like face. And I'm not gonna get sued by Google for copyright infringement. Yeah, because I didn't have that to begin with. I had someone that looked very similar. But I just pulled it off on Google, and she said, you can't do that? <laughs> apparently, there's legal problems with it. So, yeah, apparently. Yeah, hers is completely original, and, yeah, it does look a lot like me. But I'm telling you, summer's coming back around, and this beer gets pretty heavy. 
Yeah, you, you're branded. It off. I didn't used to. I never. I know it's the branding now, but I, I used to only grow this for like a month out of the year when it was like cold out, and then I just go back to the little thing on the chin, mm-hmm. you know. But that was it, and I'd have all this, you know. But well, the great gone. thing is it'll grow back. Oh yeah, though the I can shave it completely off, and it'll be like this again in like four weeks. Yeah, my brother's curse. the same way. Yeah, so is mine. It's a curse. Right? <laughs> curse and a blessing. Mm, I don't yeah. see the blessing part of it, but it's definitely a curse. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of shaving, a lot of trimming. But, yeah, I appreciate uh, you guys uh, letting me be on today. And, um, again, just showing me this other side of the MP group I just did not did not know about until you contacted me. So I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Well, thank you for coming out. Thank we you so much it. for coming. Absolutely.